On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. You know what I'm loving the most right now is looking over here at my beautiful wife in her second shot shirt, like repping it hardcore. Yes! Everybody on the internet can see it. Yeah. yeah. So we got, Jenny, we got Jenny and Zach and Matt, everybody here. Hi. Hey, Hello. everybody. You know what I was saying? That's what I was telling Matt a little bit while ago. We'll, we'll get to the reviews and stuff in the third segment like we do, but we've been getting a lot more reviews lately, which is awesome. So my shaming has been working. So uh-huh. thank you. And for you that have not, I'm still shaming you. Reinforcing that yep. positive behavior. Uh, but what's <laughs> awesome is is a lot of the reviews and a lot of the stuff we get is around the crew is so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it talks about it as a group, as a whole, which is awesome because that's what makes, I think, this such a unique and like great podcast is, is the crew dynamic, you know? Yeah. I think it's We great. are really awesome, aren't we, guys? Yeah. yeah most of us. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. uh, yeah, so it's been a uh, it's been a been a good one. We got to, my first little uh, time on on TV this week with yeah. Jenny. She had me on the show. You guys. Y'all gotta go check out the Morning Dose clip. You can check it out on YouTube or oh, Facebook. Is the, is the clip out now? Or it's on yes. the second I shot. Put, I put it on my YouTube channel. Okay. So if you search Jenny and Chondo on YouTube, you can see it there. I think he posted you it on second shot. Search my name to it. Post up. Um, and we put it on the second shot group also <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's say. there. So All right. if it's not, we should find it. Was yeah. that really your first time on on TV? Well, no. I mean, I've done like. I've been on there for. He's done recorded stuff. No, yeah. I've done some live stuff. Oh, okay. Oh well. Remember, really? I did the sports oh, idol wow. thing. And oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I did the sports anchor, sports and when I was like anchor? 18 years old, in Tyler, they had like a little sports idol thing at yeah, the local right. news station, that doing like count. American Idol with sports idol thing. <laughs> um, well, I don't mean people to go digging in closets, but if anybody out there can find that footage, post I would it to the love. Page. I yeah, agree. Really I, I, love to I, see hey, look, that. I, I would love to find it. Also, yeah. it was like back in 2005. And what station was it? I think it was CBS 19 in Tyler. 19. There's a there's a dusty old tape somewhere that's got 18 year old Heath Oak. Being yes. a sports anchor. So yeah. you guys, I actually I got to interview Heath about we did the top five things to do after a failure. So Ooh, um, that's cool. you know, kind of like how to come back from it. And yeah. I was I thought it was very cool that our producers at Morning Dose were interested yeah, in too. having him come on and you know letting him talk about the book and everything like that. It was really they were the ones that were interested in it. And then they said, oh, it'll be cute if you do the interview too. And just you know, full disclosure to everybody, this is my husband, but yeah. he also has something to say about it. So yeah, that's, that's it those producers. Cool. Yeah, oh yeah. All right. Yeah. So top five things. I mean, I can't. You shouldn't spoil it all, of course. We got a good. I don't know. Sound bite. How'd it go? How'd 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 it feel? Oh, it was great. I was nervous. I mean, I was really. Nervous because I didn't want to make Jenny look stupid, you know, to bring her husband on. It'd be like, if I bomb, it's like, oh my God, yeah, of course, it gets her husband on and bombs it. Yeah, I I didn't want that to happen either. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, but I I think that we all had to um, figure out what to do this week in the Dallas area um, whenever things go kind of 
awry and go off the the rails a little bit with our first headline it's been rainy out here Cats yes and dogs nonstop. I mean, yeah it's been crazy and uh we had some internet troubles recently those of us using at&t in the dfw area discovered on monday that at&t just wasn't working anymore uh their richardson facility apparently according to them on twitter said it, they were struck by lightning direct lightning strike and they lost internet access to dallas and fort worth it's a lot of people 7.5 million people in DFW. yeah yeah that's bad uh they did get it back on but it, at the time they said it may take up to a couple days people were pretty hot people were pretty upset about this they were on their phones, I guess, because they couldn't use their computers. <laughs> yep. uh, getting on Twitter had, had a lot to say. Uh, they did get it back up that evening, I think, around 10.30 at night. So they did get it going. But, man, uh, just a just a stumble with the response, it felt like. Well, and I, what I saw, too, that was interesting was I saw a lot of stuff. You know, and Matt, you you sent this article in because yeah. what, what was it you're not like? Well, yeah, we... Um, we are AT&T customers, obviously. You quickly found out who were, so, was and yeah, was yeah, not yeah, an yeah, AT&T right. customer. Um, and yeah, all of my entertainment at home, as far as if we were going to sit down and I don't have cable anymore, yeah. um, so everything is internet-based. And so we said, my mother-in-law was in town and we were kind of, we weren't going to go out because it was nasty. So we're, we were thinking, well, what are we going to do? We don't have, normally we would pull up something on Netflix or Hulu. Mm-hmm. And um they just started shouting out movie titles and i have a i still uh you know i'm one of the few people right i'm one of the few people who still hangs on to physical media so i was digging through the dvds and that was the first time i'd done that in i don't know how long was to actually go looking around for something to watch you know like it doesn't seem that long Mm -hmm. ago but it really felt like a foreign concept of having to sit there find a dvd put it in uh, get it started you know get a little popcorn going or, or something like that and uh it wasn't it ended up being a nice night um, when at first I was like, what are we going to do without internet for up to two days? And yeah. I, I saw a lot of other posts or some people that, um, that had a card game going on that them, their whole family sat around playing cards yeah, and shoots and ladders, and sh- you know, all that type of stuff. And it kind of made me think about how, you know, I love the technology and the access we have to so much. And, and I'm a, I, I love that stuff. Yeah. But you know what? There's something to say about putting everything down sometimes and kind of going old school and kind of playing cards or sitting around and connecting with people and, you know, having to actually get creative to find some sort of entertainment for everybody, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I feel like that's all, you know, since having Brighton, because we don't want her glued into a TV, that we, we've we had to get creative with things at times, especially when it's nasty, you know, bringing the slide inside and cleaning it off, and she goes up Basketball and Basketball hoop inside. Basketball You know what I mean? <laughs> all kinds of stuff, but... There's something to say about that, don't you think? Well, this is, uh, you know, growing up, what we did for this type of experience was we went camping. So yep. we couldn't ever afford like a big, you know, vacation to Mexico, which is what some people did to get away. But we did, you know, we, most people can afford to rent a campsite. It's usually like 15 bucks <laughs> to get into the national yeah. park, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then you go and take your stuff and you really are removed from this. And it was funny how our entire city at the same time yes. was forced into this campsite like state yes. <laughs> for people who were a part of AT&T. And it, it's true. What I did see on social media when people were removed from their campsite like state was, wow, that was so fun. We played I a card too, game yeah. or we watched a movie or my my goodness, my family is awesome, and I spoke to them. Yes, yeah. we wow. talked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we I spoke. My um. Oh my oh, thank God. God. that wasn't me. That Whoa. was me. I thought Party it might be mine. Foul. All right, Whoa. that was me. Dodged a bullet. Party foul, he though. I I had a different spin on this, and not not to derail too far. No, 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 because I think do. there's something here. 
Uh, I, I had Spectrum, so I wasn't one of the unfortunate few, but I was talking to Matt about it after, and he said, yeah, he found a DVD. I'm like, man, I'd have been hotspotting my phone to this device, then plugging it into my TV so I could watch. <laughs> and what I'm saying here is lack of service encourages ingenuity. Yes. All right? That's what I'm saying. That's capitalism 101. Yep. But also... Yeah, if the fragility of your situation is if I lack this one service, I'm 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 stuck. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. It's worth noting. Yeah, when you don't have it, that man, oh man, like shoot, I really lean on this one thing. Maybe yeah. I should di- diversify. Well, a little you bit. know, expand it really my makes you, yeah, yeah, it really makes you think about whether or not you should implement. The, I mean, I know people do that better than others, but I I was I was thinking every now and then I'd just unplug the yes. the router and just yes. say tonight. You can't do anything. I mean, obviously, you can still get cell phone service, but sure. put the phones down. Like, yeah. let's do something where we can't just immediately fall back on what's on the internet. Yeah, I agree. I think that's I think that's key. And I also, you know, saw so many people that you know, like yourself, that figured out a way. My real second shot on it was. You never know what you're capable of doing until you're forced into the situation. You really <laughs> yeah. aren't. I mean, no, yeah, that, yeah, that's and, true. and honestly, and here's the thing is, you know, if I was to tell people the, you know, if I would have told me. When I started in, in, in business and 100% commission and all that type of stuff, yeah. what it, I would actually go through for several years, I would say there's no way I can make that, and I never would have done it. Thankfully, nobody told me all of that stuff because I still did it, and I figured out a way around it. And I try to tell people all the time, you can't sit there and try to figure out every hurdle there's going to be to know what it is because sometimes it's going to scare you too much. But when you're in the thick of it and you're thrown to the wolves – you have a fight or flight. You don't understand what you're capable of doing until you're thrown to the position to where you have to figure that out. You know what I mean? You yeah. you hear about the people, the strength, the the superhuman strengths of, you know, when somebody's trapped under a car and they've lifted it up, right? Because it's just an adrenaline type thing that you can't comprehend. Sure. That's the same thing that I believe happens in, in all the time is when if you sit there and go, man, there's no way I could get through this night if I didn't have my internet. But when it doesn't, you sit around and play cards and you figure out and have some of the best family time ever. Or, you know, you go, if I lost my job, I can't pay my bills. Um, and you lose your job and you look up and three months later and you're still doing all kinds of free, freelance stuff, but you're paying your bills. You're going, man, how have I done this? Mm-hmm. You, you really don't know what you're capable of till you test it. Yeah. So embrace the test. <laughs> embrace the lack of internet embrace the um sidetrack that hits you that you never saw coming because it's setting you up mm-hmm. for a comeback you know i always sure. say a setback is a setup for a comeback and so i believe when you're thrown to the wolves you get creative you're able to do more than you think you are capable of doing you will figure out a way if you have faith and you stand strong and you push through it then you're going to. But I think, you know what, what could help is if you unplug it every now and then to figure out some creativity that can yeah. help set you up even more. But all I'm saying is, is believe in yourself and know that you honestly don't know what you're capable of till you're tested. So embrace embrace the craziness that may come your way. Embrace um, the different things that you de- never saw coming because they're setting you up for something really big coming your way. Um, so that was kind of my take on it all. AT and T, you threw us to the wolves, and we survived. <laughs> we survived, and we'll you talk. You can't a- take us down, AT and T. Never. Uh. We'll be back in a minute on the second segment of Second Shot. He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep Southern roots. Keith Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN.
To all my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code Second Shot. Now listen, promo code Second Shot, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code Second Shot in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. Ah. Woo! Oh! oh you did it! Zach, Zach beat Jenny! Yes. Jenny, you're delayed. Oh, you're the man, Zach. I delayed. And you are the man. All right. Well, I did get a lot of grief about it an episode or two back. So to be fair, I, I had it coming. But Jenny. Man, I'd Jenny, like to. Jenny, you gave that up to Zach really? I did. I'd like I, to I want Zach Academy. to be up the shining. Just for time. the people, if this is your first episode, know that we've talked about, like, my daughter. I've, I've taught her two funny things. She takes a drink of water and she goes, and then I teach her to go, woo. Uh, so sometimes we'll go, ah, and somebody does, woo. Meanwhile, other children are preparing for their, you know, entrance exams into preschool. And our child has this sure. to show for her life. Oh, God. Look at <sighs> look at my wow. parents. They're like, wow, our kid is imitating somebody else's kid on a podcast. <laughs> Great. So, you know, it, it all trickles down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. That's fine. so true. Uh, our next headline, I'm really excited to talk about this one. A survey has come out uh, from the Randstad U.S. folks. Uh, 60% of work workers are planning their exit over a bad boss. When your best employee quits, they may outwardly give practical reasons, more pay, bigger responsibilities, cool perks. But the decision is also likely to be driven by bad personal experiences. In a newly released study of 763 adults, bad bosses, unhealthy office politics, and feeling unvalued and disrespected were top reasons given of why employees quit or were currently considering it. Many employees quit because bosses, or sorry, many employees, I totally blew the punchline. Many employees quit bosses more than jobs. Heath Oaks, you sent this over. I love this headline. Well, Take actually, Jenny did. Oh, okay. Well, excuse me. Jenny sent it to me. I blew, blew it again. No, 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 no blowing <laughs> No, it because at all. I, I no, sent no, it no. to you. Uh, good point. Well, we both just thought this was relevant because, gosh, if 60% of the people listening to this are planning the exit not because of the job title or not be, because don't you always go into a job thinking, gosh, this this could be it for me. This could be a really great opportunity for me. And then a few weeks in, a few months in, maybe even a few years and you realize that you feel that your job and your dream is being derailed by one person, by that one boss. So that's problematic. And then the second shot I kind of took on this was, okay, so you're planning your exit because of your boss. The really scary time for people who were otherwise excellent employees is the time between they plan the the, the time between when they plan the exit and then the time when they actually exit. Mm -hmm. Because with the mindset of one foot out the door, people tend to not give their best work. And mm -hmm. that's really dangerous for your reputation, I think, in the work industry. Because um, if you're like, okay, you know what? This boss is terrible. Well, the rest of the people aren't terrible. But they're going to have a terrible impression of you if the whole time you've got one foot out the door because you are planning your exit because of this one boss. Well, I, I would say I don't think it's because of one boss. How many times do you know of a really horrible boss that the culture and the, a lot of the people are not very similar to that person. I mean, there's very sure, few times... Sure, I'm just saying according to the article. Well, right. Yeah, because of a bad boss has a lot of bad people they bring in and attract, and it's a whole environment that's bad, and the bad boss is really the, the head 
of it all. You know what I mean? The head of the snake. Yeah, 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 per se. So the more that that person brings in, it creates a culture on it all. Mm-hmm. But what I love the most, what Jenny's talking about in this is that time of you go, okay, I got to make a change. This isn't going to work for me. Yeah. Which is awesome. And right now is the time to do that. Unemployment's at an all-time low. That means right now that all of the job seekers and stuff are really in the driver's seat. Because there's a lot of people with a lot of openings. Wages are going to be going up. People are going to be paying more and more for better talent. So this is the time to do it. So what 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 I'm assuming Jenny's talking about here is that it's not that it's a bad thing. But it's about making paying close attention to how you are acting, who you are influencing when you have that one foot out the door. Because if you got one foot out the door and you're negative Nancy every day and because you're just miserable and you're looking at all the negative stuff coming in, you end up you could have had five years of loving everybody. But those last five months being that negative will be the last impression they think Mm -hmm. of you. Is that what you're saying? It's exactly what I'm saying for all the work that you've done ahead of that. Don't let that be ruined by those last few months where you're trying to get out like it just that's fine to try to get out but those the, those times with your colleagues well they're still your colleagues they're still in your business they're still in your industry there's still people in the world who deserve to be you know treated well and worked well with because um your reputation is everything and and nobody's going to think back and say on a, on a reference like oh gosh well you know 10 years ago they were awesome like they're thinking about the immediate the here and the now and so you really do have to still push through even if you're looking for that next opportunity and, and i think some of the easiest things to fall into is the water cooler talk and everything that you can catch yourself at the water cooler talk, you're going to find everything wrong going on. When you have one foot out, you're going to find one. I'm not saying that having one foot out and saying, you know what, I need to make a change for the betterment of me is a bad thing. I'm not at all. What I'm saying is, is you got right. When you make that decision to be looking, you have to make a better, greater targeted decision. I'm being positive every day throughout it. Don't you think? I mean, I think that almost, You've got to take it if, if it's if it's kind of been at your forefront, it needs to be really at your forefront. Like you've got to have some affirmation cards, I, I think are really good. Mm. If you want to stay positive during that time of writing down the ten things that are that, that are good about your current job and make sure before you go there you say them. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds quirky, but I'm telling you that stuff works. What you say is very vital. And I think doing that can help you stay positive and, and be catching yourself to go, look. Does it do any good to share negativity with anybody else there? No. None at all. Zero. Do you want your last impression on a whole bunch of coworkers to be you a negative, sour person? Right, like, oh, couldn't wait to get out. Because here's the thing. The next job you're going to get, you're going to have a boss. Yep. And it's going to be work. It's still going to be work. You're still going to get up in the morning. You're still going to have to drive through traffic. You're still going to maybe not find a parking spot. All the things that, that you might not have liked about this first job, they could come around for the second job too. So you may as well shore yourself up with a good attitude before you go. Well, and you also never know what happens in the future. It's that old saying of you never know who's going to be your boss. So treat people treat people, the with ultimate respect on your way up because that may be some of the same people on your way back down. All right, so I got a question about this. Yep. And I don't know a whole lot about it because I, I haven't had to exit a whole lot of jobs, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I've kind of had a, a, a very small resume in that way, but I'm curious. I want to ask about being negative in the workplace when you're thinking about leaving a position. What about tribalism? All right? Mm-hmm. You get around the water cooler like you were talking about, and somebody goes, man, that team meeting this morning, it's a total waste of time. Somebody else goes, yeah, I know. 
you're sharing negativity. You're finding something. But that's not good overall. But it feels good in the immediate. People tend to do that. Right. Yes. yes. That, that, that tribalism. Yeah. People tend to do that. If you're planning on Xing a gig, any advice to avoiding that, breaking out of it, or embracing it and being like, yeah, we all feel the same way. We should all get out of here. I don't know. What do you, I don't know. So typically my response in something like that, I might say, yeah, you know, it was brutal, but we're getting paid either way, right? Oh, totally. You know, I mean, that's kind <laughs> yeah. of my, my perspective. Making like, that cheddar. From, yeah. from an employee's perspective or, you know, I work in TV and so there, there can be a lot of back and forth like, oh, this person got this read or this interview or mm-hmm. this, you know, thing. Well, you know what? Okay, so I'm off. I, you know, so I wasn't in that segment. I'm still getting paid the same. And guess what? I'm going to come back with the next segment, like yeah. really strong and well rested. I'm going to get my water, or my coffee or my tea, and I'm going to be really ready to kill it and dominate. And I hope that my colleague dominated the segment that I was not in. Sure. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with acknowledging that something that you said with th- that your coworker said was true. I mean, you don't want to not live yeah. in reality. If you went yeah. through this really brutal meeting and it was really terrible, it's just don't expand You don't want to be, I mean, yeah. Pollyanna, not, you don't want to be not realistic, but I just think that there's a way to end that conversation and say, yeah, yeah, that went on too long, but I am kind of excited about the project yes, exactly. that we talked about or, you know, yeah, but I, I, I did get this out of it. Maybe you can pull out one thing yeah. because sometimes people really are putting out that negativity to see someone else like you could be the person to take them further down or to keep them steady or even lift them back up Mm -hmm. and i would also say too is redirect yourself from those positions you know if you go when you get home you can sit there when you're away from work and think are there a couple times a day or spots right like the water cooler right like everybody at 10 o'clock takes a break and goes and and hangs out in this area right yeah That, that that a lot of that stuff goes on if you sit back, you can look at those couple of things. Maybe it's at cafeteria time or lunch time, right? That there's a group that go do X, Y, Z, and you have you can pinpoint two or three times or two or three occasions a day that puts you in a position to hear all the negative stuff or to be the one fueling negativity. Right. So when you're at home, think about those things and go, let's change that habit loop, right? So if it is at the water cooler at ten o'clock. You schedule your water cooler at like 1030, you're going to go there, right? Don't go there when they are, right? Yeah. If it lunch is, everybody goes, does this one thing for lunch, but it's a whole bunch of negativity and you're afraid that you're going to add to it because of the state you're in, because you're, you're one foot mm-hmm. out, go somewhere else, go to a different time, change those different habits. And when you're away from work, you can pinpoint those times that it's um, kind of uh, tempting you to be negative and add to a negative conversation yeah. and make those choices away from work to change it because in the middle of it in the heat of it it's hard to do it but do it later on and just remove yourself from those situations yeah i'll add one more thing to that and that is because i'm someone who's very sensitive to the camaraderie i don't want to be the person on the outside that's just sort of by nature i want yeah, to I mean, be it feels good to be a part yeah of to be a yeah, part totally. of it and so in instead of uh you, you know separating myself doesn't always work for me but something like a I know it was brutal. What should we do about it? <laughs> right. You be, know, be the, because be the then, board for it, then yeah. you're we. It's always we and it's solution oriented. And they may say nothing, but they're not going to continue to complain once you brought up the idea of a potential solution. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to be the one that adds to that negativity. Yeah. Because you don't want to be seen as that. So right. if you've got your one foot out, 
this is the time like if you if you don't like your environment it's a good time to be looking okay that's not what we're saying is wrong what we're saying is with that one foot out you've got to pay extra close attention to your attitude and make sure you're not fueling negativity with others and make those changes ahead of time maybe some affirmation cards about what you like about your job in the meantime maybe getting away from those situations where you would be adding negativity because your lasting impression on everybody around there you don't want it to be the negative. So we'll be back in a minute. We got a lot of good reviews on the third segment of Second Shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. You guys have been listening to Second Shot and hearing us talk about it. You need to go pick up my book, Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. You can get it on Amazon in a paper book. You can also hear this beautiful voice of mine in audiobook style on Audible or anywhere you're going to get your audiobooks. Guys, this book took a lot of time to put into it, and I believe it can really be some life-changing stuff to help you on your path to success. And hopefully you're going to fail your way to success just like I did. Ignorance on Fire, A Journey of Felling Your Way to Success. Amazon.com, Audible.com, audiobooks, paper books, everything. Get it, share with your people and i appreciate it thank you guys go pick it up today kick off your boots or suit up the choice is yours welcome back to second shot on rncn what are y'all laughing about I oh don't my even gosh hear i'm dying laughing nothing that's worth making the show don't worry about it oh <laughs> i think my... it's definitely worth making the oh, show boy, oh yeah so i said oh, babe no. remind me i need to go back out to the car oh, no. to get some to get some shoes for apart. victoria whose husband will be here in the studio yes <laughs> zach says <sighs> just out of, out of curiosity just rhetorical question are those those shoes happen to be animal print it's like yes they are how do you know that <laughs> i saw the segment on facebook and it was like a I month ago it or was. something yeah like it wasn't particularly recent it just stuck with me because it was animal they were like animal print shoes oh. and i was just like oh yeah like you didn't say a last name or anything i just i don't know just that's we were really, <laughs> really yeah. right jumped there. right a month out ago one segment with well the segment wasn't even about the shoes that's really yeah. crazy but yes they were iconic red bottom uh animal print shoes you just been wearing them the whole time. That's why you've been giving them No, I wish we were oh, the same size. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, you got some uh, well, excellent reviews. Oh, well, you know what's great is that I'm, I'm continue to shame people, and the shaming is starting to work. Reviews mm-hmm. are picking up, so I'm gonna keep shaming you if you've listened over and over. Come on, do us a favor here. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Matt and I have been studying podcasting for years. All right, we've we've checked the book. Shaming isn't supposed to work, but it does. It, it works, works <laughs> inevitably. So yes, I don't know what to tell you, guys. Keep, I appreciate it. it. We also remember, guys, the second shot. Facebook group is a great place to go if you want to be a part of the Second Shot community with all the other second shooters. Um, there's a lot of good um, things that that get talked about on there and get shared and positivity and encouragement and good people. And we got we're gonna bring up one of the stuff that that was one of the conversations in there this week on this third segment too because I thought it was a very interesting um, conversation. And we also what's awesome the reviews. Okay, so I'm gonna read you a couple of them right now on that were on iTunes. Uh, the first one, though, is Hayes Daddy. That's uh, Craig, buddy of mine, Craig. We're going to have him on the show. I've told him 100 times as soon as he just comes in Dallas, he's going to be on. Uh-oh. Um, but he said pa- it's titled Passion Leads. Uh, Heath and his crew bring a unique twist on everyday news you may or may not have uh, heard already. The passion for doing the right thing and helping others, no matter what the headline is what makes this show fun to listen to. So thanks, Craig. Oh, very cool. You finally cool. took to my shaming, Craig, and, and did it yourself, so appreciate that. 
Um, the next one is a. It's called the title is Best Uplifting Podcast by Cat Loy. So K A T L O Y. Aw, thanks, Cat. And. It says, I must honestly say it's one of the best podcasts to listen to while at work. Every episode hits home for me somehow, some way. And it's a great reminder of how to keep focus on a goal when things get rough. Has great advice, helps steer my vision back in my lane, ESP when things come up and disrupt my peripheral view. Not a cheesy, positive podcast. These guys are great, laid back, and share their true opinions, which I appreciate. Thanks, Heath, Chad, Jenny. Um, for and the crew for helping when I'm feeling down or lose sight on things. Kathy yes. and he McKinney, in especially. Oh, especially. is that what I was? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I guess I, I don't. With it. I, I guess like, sure. I think so. So she must be a binge listener because she's listened to the Chad podcast, the Jenny podcast. Yeah. That's what people tend to do. It's like you'll notice they'll start with one at the beginning. Yeah. And so if you're just now kind of starting, there's so many. The there's so many episodes. Them. So it's we've it's covered so, funny. so many topics. It's tough. Yeah. It's funny. And in, in the third room we'll read today is, um, uh, says Rev Revealed. Uh, says, well, I guess I'm one of the, says I've been listening to the guys, shame, who's listened, <laughs> but don't leave your view. And I was thinking I left one long ago. Well, it appears I've not, so here it is now. This is probably one of my favorite reviews. This is hilarious, by the way. Wait. These guys and gals are the bomb. Quite honestly, as much as I like Keith, I thought this thing would crash and burn when Chad left. <laughs> That's great. You're not but, the only one. Yeah. Us too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all of us. Yes. But not at all. Instead, <laughs> they picked up the ball and ran still, just as I would expect from Heath. This crew delivers every time. I'm telling you, Rev Revealed guy, you're, you're not the only one who thought that. I, <laughs> oh, man. You know, because look, he, here's here's the truth is, Jenny and I had lots of talks over this when, when Chad mm-hmm. was, when, when we were, when Chad was going to have, was doing his deal in, in LA and stuff that, you know, Chad is a very difficult person to find a to replicate that because because you you it's very hard to find somebody so witty but it's also super intelligent like he knows depth about topics that are just like he would win jeopardy you know what i mean like he's that but yet can be witty and funny and and all of that and and we had such a good kind of correlation really quick and it also was nice just because i i just didn't one of the biggest deals of doing it the way we did i didn't have time to be finding a guest every single week yeah and so then finally my wife was like well i'll come do some with you and then well, i just kept her doing it before wouldn't let me do you know that just it didn't work oh, really? with my contract oh, I didn't know that. before yeah yeah so then i switched jobs and was it opened up for me to do tons of other work which um, is perfect and yeah. so it worked out yeah so it worked out great yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she's much better looking than Chad. That's for sure. <laughs> Sorry, Chad. Chad knows that. <laughs> Chad does he? Does he oh, know yeah. that? Chad, Chad. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Chad. No. Chad is very well aware of that yeah. one. I can promise you. But mm, all right. I'm telling you, we're gonna shame him into coming on. The, I think it'd be awesome yeah, on the hundredth episode with him a while to back. be. He said he'd love to. Uh, all of us here right now and Chad and, and have a like the hundredth episode, a bigger, longer one of yeah. all of us on it. I think it'd be, be awesome. Fun. That'd be a really cool time. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up was uh, this interesting second shot. Uh, um, this interesting second I know, shot. I know, Heath. I, know, shot, I didn't uh, start the clock. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> so I don't, we'll figure that one out. But she posed uh, one, one of the second shot. Um, second shooters. Group. Yeah, second shooters. Posted a deal. There's, um, it's a video of this 18-wheeler kind of rolling down a hill, and everybody is fine, the truck wreck. But she said that. Um, this has been a problem. There are three large signs that tell drivers no rigs over 39 foot, in 39 feet in length. Two of them 
uh, with flashing lights and turnaround areas on both ends of this road. The road goes between Lakeport and Hopeland, California. Truckers have repeatedly ignored the warnings and caused some pretty major problems. I keep hearing that they claim to be just following their GPS. Where's the responsibility to read the signs and take heed? Because it's a one-lane road, it's tough, and obviously a lot of truckers wreck and 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 crash and go all down it and and my response was first of all i hope that everybody in that truck was okay and she right. yes everybody's fine um but there's no excuse for just following quote unquote qual- following your gps and and it made me think about a, a couple things but on that topic is if you're just kind of following your gps through life you're not living it you know you that's um, if you're not learning and, and watching the surrounding areas and, and, and enjoying your journey to where you're going, man, you could, you could miss those big flashing lights. People go, oh, man, that person's lucky. That, they just got um, – it fell in their lap. Well, they were also looking for – got to be looking for. You can't have your head down just following your GPS. Yeah. Because if the internet goes down like we talked about earlier or something goes wrong with your phone, you don't know where you're going because you've never looked at the surrounding areas to actually know where the heck you're at. Yeah. Without GPS, you can't get there. And I think that's a very – it's a troubling and going to be, I hope, not an issue – because of that, GPS has almost created such a um, kind of a, um, you know, something that everybody has to have that they're not well, it's understanding. Yeah, it's You're not stopping yeah. smelling the roses and understanding the journey. And journey's important. It's a good metaphor for life. Yes. yes. I mean, like you said, you hope that, that they're okay, but it's a really good metaphor for life in terms of being aware of what's out there and making your own path as opposed to just following what it says to do on the internet. Yeah. Well, I think I, arguably, I mean, other side of that coin, I think yeah. maybe people are doing that. Maybe people see those signs and go, ah, it's not me. I got it. I know my rig. I know what I can handle. I've taken, mm-hmm. I've taken hills steeper than this and then you end up in a bad, in, in a bad place, which is dangerous. Everybody thinks there's this great, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big Bill Watterson fan, the guy who mm-hmm. wrote Calvin and Hobbes, the comic book. And, and he's got this great comic in there where their, their house gets broken into. And there's this line at the end where the parents are standing in the living room with this broken glass from this, from this window. And they say, you know, I never thought my house could get broken into. And they should, sir, you'd think it happened to somebody else. And everybody thinks everything will happen to somebody else mm-hmm. until it happens to you. That's the difference. Like everybody is somebody else to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta know what you're about. You gotta, you gotta know where you stand. You gotta know, you, you gotta take stock of who you are and what you can do. And you gotta know that when you see signs up on the road, you probably shouldn't go for it. <laughs> like, maybe those lights are flashing for a reason. I don't, I don't know. I, I, uh, and that's the other thing. I like that. So yeah, yeah I, I love that. But I also, I'm with you though, Zach. I don't. I think they saw it all. I don't think they're just following their GPS. Mm-hmm. They got that attitude of, oh, I, that's for everybody else. I'm really good. And and it made me think of when I was getting my pilot's license. Um, that there's like a several different attitudes that they have that we you have to learn. And one of them is called a macho attitude. Mm-hmm. Okay, and basically a, a macho pilot likes to show off. Will sometimes take unnecessary risk to get noticed. They like attention a little bit too bit. Eager to demonstrate their piloting skills, so they may take off in bad weather, delay uh, spin recovery to try and prove their abilities. Um, so they basically take risks that they they that they just feel like they're such a good pilot. Yeah, the weather's not great, but you know I'm better than everybody else. Here's the interesting thing too: is on the second plane that I was getting piloted on is a Cirrus, and they have a parachute. They're the only type of plane that has it. So if things get bad, you can just pull the ripcord and a parachute shoots out and lands the plane on the ground. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny that biggest part about being signed off on that plane was I had to like answer so many questions saying, 
if the plane, if something went bad, that I would yank the cord. And I'm like, you ain't going to talk me into that. If things go crazy, I'm pulling the dead gum cord. Yeah. His parachute set me on the ground. But in a small plane, if the engine fails or any of that, it, they're very easy to land still. So right. most people glide in. So the thing is, is all of these old-time pilots won't pull the cord because they go, oh, I'll just land it. Well, obviously, there's still a lot of risk because you don't sure where you're at or anything. Yeah. The pulling the rip cord and having that plane set on the ground is really the most safest. But it was in, it was extremely alarming to me that that was the biggest thing is they have to encourage people to actually pull the cord because mm. they're so macho that they're just going to handle it. I'm like, huh, you got to me, buddy. I'm going to yank that bad boy. I can promise you. Yeah, people people are always so afraid of taking the long way around. And yeah. I, I'll never understand why. This isn't flying. Uh, this is not nearly as dangerous as being on a plane. But the other day, it was raining like crazy. DFW, it's been weird lately. And, and I saw some guy on the highway about to take this exit, and then immediately cuts off, cuts through the like, cuts through the barrier, just misses this thing uh, to get back over this way because he was going the wrong way and didn't know it. And I'm like, you know, it's too rainy and it's too dangerous, and you're going too fast to be doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. People are too afraid to go up and just take the U-turn for God's sake. It takes two seconds. It's not a big deal. Like, just go the way that you know is safe and go with what works. But well, I feel like people get short-sighted and they think ah, i can make it i can go for it i'll be i'll be fine well and, and it, but here's weird. the thing here's what people may say oh you're being hypocrite Heath, because you talk about go for it you talk about all this and i wait and i go here's the difference there's middle ground here if you were going and there are four signs with blinking yellow <laughs> lights that is warning you over and over that's a lot more than normal you know like if there's like sharp curves it'll have one sign that says hey uh slow curve ahead okay that's normal if there's four with blinking yellow lights and like five turnaround areas that doesn't happen, that may say, you know what? I need. If it's pouring down rain and it's bumper to bumper traffic, trying to fit a car into a one car hole slot smooth across it ain't the smartest time to do it. If it's dry and there's not a lot of other cars on the road, maybe you go for it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got to understand there are absolutely times that there's four signs with blinking yellow lights with five turnarounds telling you not to do it mm-hmm. okay it's not the same as everything else the macho type of attitude of that your skills are better always going to get you through it versus others are are something that will always get you in trouble in my opinion so you got to be very careful with all that but i thought that was very interesting story and that's the type of things though and, and like there's lots of comments of everybody answering their part of whose responsibility it's great community on the second shot group, don't you think? Oh, yeah, it's so fun. Yes, my mom sent me a quote yesterday, and I was like, oh, the second shot group would like this. You know, it's yeah. nice to kind of specifically put out positive energy. And then, and the other thing, too, don't forget, this is a resource of, you know, sort of a, a nice confidential community, too. So if you have a question, that, a thing that you're dealing with at work or or even just, or even you're looking for, I mean, I don't know, someone to design your website or a contractor or just what, whatever the case may be, then... You can always throw it in the group. Too. Yeah, Very remember, diverse. Yeah. Secondshotcast at gmail.com. Send us an email if you got any kind of private questions or headlines or anything like that. But if you're not on the Second Shot group, don't forget to join it um, because it's it's been an awesome community that we're growing in a big way. And if you're in the group and you don't are not responding to anything, go respond to something, post stuff, answer some of the stuff. You know, you know, be a part of that community. Um, as well, don't just be a lurker. Yeah. yeah so leave a, leave a comment. You might <laughs> where, be surprised. Where can they find you, at, Jenny? JennyAnchondo.com is my website. Jenny Anchondo on all forms of social media. Uh, you can find me at AppleZachandTosh on Twitter and Instagram. And I will be on that Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash second shot. That's us. Check it out. Get involved. And he folks at Ignorance on Fire as always. I love you guys and see you next time.
Talk Radio.